0: We're not here. Where are we? Well, I don't know. We're not here. <laughs> Where?
1: Okay. I'm Candace. I'm Natalia. This
0: is not a single fork, just another podcast about food and cooking, and we're taking a break. Because everyone deserves a break. Today and tomorrow <laughs> and always. <laughs> so we are taking a break between seasons, but we didn't want you to forget about us. So what are we going to do? So we're going to play the best of the best uh the episodes that people really really liked and downloaded a lot okay so the most downloaded
1: episodes will be what we will play exactly hiatus
0: and so that's what you're going to hear right now so stay tuned you're going to get some more of candace and natalia and we'll be back soon with our next season thanks for listening
1: So now that we've tackled the holidays, how's the cooking? Cooking's fucking awesome. I'm loving it. I'm feeling good. I'm relaxed. I'm drinking. (laughs) stress-free, eh? Stress-free. But now I've got to do all this fucking shopping. What's the problem with that? I hate shopping.
0: Oh, well, is that something I can help you with? Can you? Well... That's what this podcast is all about. It's season three, and we're going to market. This is Candace Conley. I'm Natalia Banjak. And this is Not a Single Fork, another podcast about food and cooking. Yeah, but we're going to keep it real. This is it. This is it. Number eight, and the final episode of season
1: three. Season three. So we've almost been doing this for a year. Almost a year. Because we started la- the beginning of last June.
0: Yeah, it was It was June. Right? I don't think it was the beginning. I think, I mean, it June-ish. june it was
1: June-ish. June-ish. it was June-ish, yeah. And it's almost... It's almost Junish now. june now. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's my point. Yeah, well, so you're, this you're correct. I am. <laughs> so, so this is our final episode, and so what are we going to wrap up in this... Uh,
0: well, we're going to kind of look look at what we did over this season which was not what we planned to do no but before we do that we still have some questions hanging out there from oh, our from the Facebook lives lives okay yeah and so i went through and not nearly as many as we had from ina garten do you think and people her are, skillet roasted chicken do you think people are
1: scared of chicken
0: you know uh, that's do you think all it's a i can guess scary things you know, because, well, but the, the Milanese, we only have like three questions for that.
1: But I mean, like a roasting a oh, whole like chicken, a big chicken, like a whole, oh, the, whole ch- oh, the whole thing. Yeah. I think that's what's intimidating yeah, I the think people. It is too. Yeah. People just don't trust themselves yeah. with whole chickens. And that's that you've said that a few times and you've written that a few times. And I think you're so right. It's the whole, like, trust yourself. And we see that all the time. Like, honestly, the people that come to our classes or the people that are on our Facebook lives or the people that ask us questions, we're dealing with very educated, yeah. intelligent people. And then when you bring out a whole chicken, it's like, oh God. I've lost my fucking mind. I don't know what to do. So this? Don't panic. Most of this shit is common sense. It really is. It, and almost almost without exception, cooking, well, so many things, but cooking is common sense. And honestly, I know that like a lot of our people who enjoy to cook are perfectionists or, or whatever. And so I get it because you get all amped up and you want to make this beautiful, perfect Thing that you've seen a picture of, you've seen or you've eaten it somewhere, maybe. Yes, and so you want to recreate it, and you don't, and it can be really frustrating. And I understand that, but at the end of the day, it's it's food. food. Yeah. But we're, we're the other thing too is that we're taught, you know, well, some of us we're beaten into don't <laughs> just throw, beaten just beaten in general <laughs> but don't throw food away Right. like wait, you know that whole like don't be wasteful bullshit right. thing which is true but then again like well unless it just tastes Terrible, Or it's, You can eat it. Yeah. Even we, if it isn't beautiful. Yeah, you can come back from it and just learn and do it again. Yeah. You have to keep going and keep trying. People come in all the time and they're like, oh, you do that so much faster than this. Well, dude, like, I do this every fucking day. All day long. I mean, whatever you do for your job or for your hobby, I'm sure you do it faster than I do. Yes. So <laughs> chill your tits.
0: Yes, please do. Yes.
1: So, okay, risotto.
0: Okay, so risotto was our first Facebook Live yes. that we did. Um, and everybody really... I really loved it. But there were a number of questions because risotto is also one of those
1: big bad wolves. Well, because you hear about like Gordon Ramsay and his, you know, idiot sandwiches and (laughs) risotto. You're an idiot. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And th- people make it seem like it's hard, but it's not a hard dish. It's t- a little time consuming. It is a time consuming dish. But it's
1: dish. not a difficult dish. It's not hard at all. So someone asked if we could use beer instead of wine. Is that like in the beginning when we put wine in and Will let it absorb? It. I mean, I don't know why not. Did someone use, someone use beer? I think
0: Kate and Kate and Eli, Eli. Yeah. yeah. They they did that. Yeah. Um, and I apparently it turned out just fine. Yeah. So I would say that, you know, and then there are people who don't like alcohol in their food at all. At all so you could just leave it out per, uh, uh, completely, but the whole point of food in general for the most part, if I can be general enough and just keep going on with that, is that you're layering (laughs) flavors. I wondered where you were going. Are we getting to the point? I was beating around the bush bush. just a little bit. So you're layering flavors. And plus, when you cook with
1: alcohol, you burn the alcohol off. I know, but you know, know, know. we're in
0: Oklahoma, you know, and people think that I don't know. God's going to strike them down or something if they put a little bit of wine in their food. So, anyway, <laughs> as long as you have something that that layers flavor, that adds some flavor, because otherwise you just got rice and stock, right? And that's, I mean, and some, it's, onions. Yeah, and some onions, yeah, some onions, and then that's it. Yeah, it really does add a richness. Yeah, it It does. It just adds extra flavor. So use something. Yeah. Whether it's wine or beer or whatever. Okay, then the next question that I saw was, can you remind us why you do the pulling with the spatula thing? What are you trying to achieve? So the pulling with the spatula thing is really just, it's one of those, what do I want, how do I want to describe Like a, not a hallmark, but a benchmark maybe of when you Add stock. Add the next edition of stock. Okay. So
1: some people out there listening probably have no fucking. No, I'm going to okay, start. Okay. Over here. Okay. Okay. So,
0: but that's, that's kind of where I'm headed with this. So when you make risotto, you stir, 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 and you add stock at, you know, after one addition is absorbed, then you add more stock. So when you pull the spatula, if you're, you're stirring with a spatula, hopefully heat resistant. heat resistant, you pull it through the rice, the risotto, and if it stay if you can see the bottom of the pan and it stays separated kind of like the red, red sea mm-hmm. we have many people describe it as that because we are in Oklahoma so when you pull it apart and it stays apart then that means that you're probably ready to add more stock because be otherwise absorbed. it would be too sloppy and it would go back together. Yeah, it's and then not, not, well, yeah, not going to absorb uh, properly. Yeah. So that's it's not that you're really necessarily trying to achieve anything. You're trying to see if your rice is ready to take more stock. Uh-huh. That's all it is. So that's that. Is this when you'd add in ingredients if you had any? Well, I think that question had to do with when we were near the end of because we did process. a we did
1: like a what you would call a plain risotto. Yeah, we did a basic risotto. It was just risotto. a basic risotto. There was nothing added to it. Like you can have asparagus risotto. You can have green risotto. You, can you have butternut squash, lemon risotto. You can mushroom. have mushroom. You can have all kinds of shit risotto. Yeah. Um. And so that's I think the, you're right. That's what that question was. Yeah. So
0: it's really when you get because as you make your risotto and as you get near the end say like three-quarters of the way through the cooking process and your rice is still just slightly crunchy then that's a good time to add for instance, raw vegetables like
1: raw asparagus. So that it'll cook while it finishes so it the risotto. Finish. Yeah, exactly. But if you're doing like a meat or something, do you have to pre-cook that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Pre-cooked meat.
0: What was the other thing? I, I would recommend sauteing mushrooms before you put them in because mm-hmm. mushrooms give off so much liquid that right. I think you'll kind of, you'll
1: end up with more. You'll brown. Kind of destroy I mean, your risotto if you brown, put too much liquid. soggy risotto. Yeah. And then you will be an idiot sandwich. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Pretty much that would be it. I like this question. What were you slapping? My ass. What were you slapping earlier? We call it slapping the base. Slapping the base. Because part of making risotto is pulling the starch from the rice because that's what makes it look creamy and, and taste creamy, creamy yeah and feel creamy and all, all that stuff. the creaminess all the creaminess and you're not adding any milk product no dairy nothing which people think that... They the think you, you add cream. Yeah. But you don't. No. You just... There's slap, butter. You I mean. slap
1: it. Yeah. At the you, end. You like beat...
0: You beat the risotto and it pulls the remaining starch from the risotto. So we just call it slapping the base. Because we're... We think we're funny. Because we think that sounds fun and yeah. cute and... Yeah. You know. Okay. So that's what the slapping refers to. So what sides or other dishes would you serve with this type of risotto? And when they mean this type do they mean the basic? I, I'm assuming so. Okay. Um... Well, traditionally in Italy, risotto is a first course. It stands alone, and stands alone. In the United States, we like to serve it alongside because that's the way that we, right, um, you know, present a protein, our protein, a vegetable, and a starch. That's the way we construct our dishes, plates, yeah. our plates,
1: yeah. So it's plain. So it's you treat it like um, a just a rice dish. Yeah, you can you can so, have anything on the side. Yeah, you can have a salad and a piece of steak. You can have a um, fish, you can have chicken, you can have whatever
0: you want. Whatever you want. So it goes with everything. And that's why we did that basic risotto is because it does go with everything.
1: And then when you start adding other things is when it kind of narrows the it doesn't narrow it down but it kind of builds it for a specific it directs you in a different direction right so if you're doing like a mushroom risotto like steak would be delicious with that if you're doing a lemon risotto some kind of fish would be delicious Mm -hmm. with that and so that's why you're building on that right right
0: yeah all right what's next the first time you had risotto oh well i thought i answered that but when was the first time you had risotto do you remember Uh, no really uh, it was just that long ago.
1: Mine was kind of a big deal because I made it. Was it with your friends? That in they said something. School. Didn't they say something on our Facebook Live? Um that It no. was with Babcock or Bab... Babsheep i don't know i'm just making shit up now yeah you are (laughs) okay
0: no um when i was in graduate school we had like a sort of had a dinner club and so one night i wanted to make risotto for the dinner club and how many people are in this dinner club oh they were there were probably six or eight okay it was not big and how
1: did that go i mean i thought i did pretty well for the first time basic risotto basic risotto yeah yeah and you weren't really cooking all the time then were you were you
0: um, did you always when i was in graduate school actually i cooked a lot when i was in graduate school. yeah it was a hobby though back then because mm-hmm. most of the time i had to be studying right in graduate school right but yeah so it was a good
1: stress reliever and, and more of like a party like social thing very right? social yeah. yeah yeah i really don't remember like i'm sitting here trying to think and i don't i don't remember it and if i uh, i don't oh oh okay yeah. well, sorry it's okay
0: but that's when I had risotto and I made risotto for the first time and I was hooked on it yeah
1: totally I feel like when you it. have it correctly everyone I don't think I've ever seen anyone be like oh uh, that's okay or I don't like that yeah have you? I don't yeah I can't think of anyone who doesn't just think <laughs> like risotto it. is amazing when it's done correctly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, okay, back to the lemon risotto. How much lemon would you put in a lemon risotto?
0: Well... So do you use the rind and the juice? Yeah, I zest. I mean, the the zest, excuse me, of the lemon gives you more flavor. Like in any fruit, right? Well, Well, citrus. Well, citrus. Fruit, fruit, yeah. And so the the juice is good just to add into the stock at the end um, and gives you a little extra flavor. But the zest is what really does it. And for most recipes that you'd be making, which would be for probably anywhere from four to eight people because i don't think a home cook's going to make it for more than eight people frankly and if you do god bless you i wouldn't use more than a teaspoon and you do that at the end at just the, add that at the yeah, very end and and, and and fold it in you know put the stock in and then put the zest right into the oh stock, like the last like the last edition okay. of stock and let the zest kind of uh flavor that stock uh-huh. and then it gets through the risotto much better great yeah that's okay. all I got on Much that Much better. One. Yeah. And it's
1: delicious with sautéed scallops. Oh, it is. And That's scallops. Again, if scallops are done correctly, they're like fucking butter in your mouth. They are. Yeah. So they're like fucking butter? They're just, just butter. Butter. Yeah, just butter. Bust butter. Just bu- bust butter. Bust butter? Yum, yum, Bust butter. Bust bust butter. butter. Bust <laughs> butter. <laughs> That's disgusting. Yeah, Okay, is. we...
0: And okay, moving wait, on. Okay, we just beat the hell out of that. Okay, so... Um, and this question... I really did not see it until after the
1: um, episode episode was completely over. And it was, what other grains can you use? Well, so people often ask about risotto, like, and Candace explains, explains, like, risotto is a cooking method. It's not the actual rice, even though when uh, sometimes you go buy the rice, it says... Risotto, risotto rice yeah on it mm-hmm. um so you can use other grains so yes. like farro farro is which a great I really one like farro and i feel like that's something that um you may not be familiar with but it's actually not hard to find at the stores anymore. not anymore huh um what else would you use um you can
0: there's so many different grains you could use Faro would be my first choice i think you could if you liked barley you could yeah. do barley could you do quinoa i think you
1: could do quinoa yeah so basically anything that like holds together yeah like a like a rice as opposed to something that gets mushy like, yeah. like a pasta gets mushy if now you...
0: but you can
1: you can do orzo uh-huh. risotto method okay it doesn't cook
0: as long Right. As uh, rice. But orzo, and you can mix orzo in with, I mean, it's kind of tricky because the orzo is going to cook faster than the rice. Yeah. But people have done it and it works. Mix it in with the rice? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So anyway, I would personally, if I was at home, I would do one or the other. But orzo will work and orzo Obviously, is a pasta, um, so it doesn't count as a grain. But it does work well, and but other
1: grains: farro, barley, uh, quinoa. Mm-hmm and let's be honest like I've if I've only had regular rice at home I've made it with regular rice yeah I mean yes it's not perfect but it works it works it works you know so if that's all you have and you don't want to go to the store then just fucking use it and try it yeah. especially if you're beginning yeah yeah yeah. you know it I mean it's still gonna taste good yeah it is and it still gets creamy yeah yeah just cook it through and you'll be fine Okay, so is that it on risotto? I think
0: that's it on risotto. So what was our next one? Then our next one was the uh, chicken milanese. That was so good. And it makes such a pretty plate, too. It really does. So it's really just
1: fried chicken. Yeah. Yeah. It, really, it is. really is.
0: Which also makes it delicious. Which
1: I think someone asked me, they were like, what's the difference between that and fried chicken? And I'm like, uh, basically, you just, the shape of the, I mean, the thinness, the, well, the chicken is so thin. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. the only well, thing.
0: And I was also, you know, there's there's um, Milanese, and then there's schnitzel, and then there's katsu. And those are and all... And fried chicken. And, well, fried chicken does... Fried chicken is typically on the bone. Okay. 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 What's katsu? Katsu Katsu. is an Asian, uh, is it Korean? Uh, No, I think it's Japanese. I think it's Japanese, but it's a pounded... Uh, out um, chicken, chicken. breast. But you can also do it pork. Pork katsu is pretty okay. popular as well. And it's served with like a sweet
1: chili sauce. Mm, that sounds good. Or, so what is the difference between like a schnitzel? People are probably more... Fit. Is it a different breading? No. It's not a different, different no, seasoning really no. or flavors? No, I mean...
0: In a milanese, you can uh, add parm to the breadcrumbs Uh or to the, you know, whatever section of the three-stage breading. I mean, the whole thing is a three-stage breading regardless. Schnitzel is often pounded out much thinner, and it's almost always with veal. Okay. Okay. And Uh, then just breaded and fried. And just breaded and fried. Okay. Yeah. Three-stage breading. It's pounded out just like chicken milanese and uh, fried. Yeah. Okay. And so what really differentiates these things mostly is what you do with them after you cook them. What you pair with what them you and that pair kind of things. Them, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So schnitzel, you're going to have, I guess, spätzle and, you know, German stuff. Yeah. I don't eat a lot of German yeah. stuff.
1: We got <laughs> lost there. So
0: I don't know. I don't about know. Some that. kind I don't of know about German that. potato salad yeah, or something. German potato salad. Milanese, we did the burst tomato sauce, mm-hmm. which I love with that. Um, it makes a pretty picture. And then the katsu, that- you're going to have, you know, Asian ingredients. Yeah. The katsu sauce, the sweet chili sauce. And they or use whatever. chicken too. They use chicken okay. and pork. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um so that's the diff there's really no difference. It's just what you call it. Basically. I see. And
1: what you plate with it. What you plate with it. Yeah. yeah. The flavors that go along with it.
0: Yeah. And then the but the thing that was most interesting to people was apparently the eggs. Which is weird. Like I didn't I didn't notice that yeah, during the Facebook I, I didn't live. either, but there were a couple questions about the eggs. So three-stage breading yeah. is... Is flour, yep.
1: egg, and then breadcrumbs. Okay, so there's a question about what was in the egg mixture.
0: Yeah, but then the follow up was why did you put water in the egg? So all that was in the egg mixture was wo- a little bit of water, just to loosen it. It a just bit. loosens it yeah. up, really. You know, it's because eggs are rich. Yeah, and also it, you know, and boogery. Makes it...
1: and like they're kind of like, boogery, like, Yeah, yeah. you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so you it, know
0: what I mean. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. So it it thins it out and it makes it go farther too. Right. So, so that's the only reason. Yeah. 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 You want to season each stage. Season the flour, season the egg, season the breadcrumbs. I recommend always using panko breadcrumbs because they stay crispy. Mm-hmm. But that's it. That's That was really all there was to the chicken milanese. Everybody, yeah. you know, pretty much was on board with that. And, you know.
1: Yeah, it was good. Yeah. We got a lot of good pictures. We did. From people yeah. who produced it yeah so that was it so what that was, was it. what was next after that one I, I think greek was after that okay what did we do for that one i can't even fucking remember. we did
0: uh spani spanakopita, spani saganaki and ha, ha, uh hummus. hummus yeah ha, 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 hummus. Ha, 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 hummus hummus we got the what the hell where the hell do you find uzo at the liquor store The liquor store guys all you have to do is say I'm looking for Uzo, and anyone will be able. And if they can't help you, go to another liquor store. Yeah, it's pretty common. Yeah, it's very common. Mm-hmm. Common Greek liqueur,
1: and it yes, it tastes like licorice. Yes, it does. Yeah, and if you add water, if you add water to it, doesn't it get creamy? If you pour it over ice, over ice, that's right. If yeah, you, which gets, which sometimes it's served that way too. It goes white. We. Cooked with it. We didn't drink it.
0: Yeah. And, and I like to drink it. I mean, I think it's a nice aperitif, but yeah, it's mostly good for cooking it. I don't like black licorice. Well, I don't either, but I like uzo. I'm not sure what this had to do with it, but uh, we got the question <laughs> what drink... Because someone was playing a drinking game during well, the great they, class. Well, they yeah? played
1: drinking game to... Two of them, the Facebook Lives, they started one week and then they continued with the kind of same group of people who I don't think they really knew each other. No, I don't think so. The following week. And it was um, every time I said fuck, which by the way, guys, like, uh, it's like, it's like and or like, it's like when people say like all the time, I just say fuck, it just comes out of my mouth. I know. I know, but I'm (laughs) explaining to people. (laughs) I know that. So I don't even know I'm saying it and people are getting fucking hammered like they're getting yeah. drunk as shit yeah they are so what drinking games go with the podcast we could no. do the same one same one i mean really if you want to play a drinking game yeah yeah i mean and listen out. to the podcast hopefully you're not like driving and listening to the podcast and drinking yeah that's please probably don't do that, do that. That's, yeah we, we don't recommend that not at safe all, mm-hmm. at
0: all because What's, well the last and i just had to throw this the fur, in here. The, fur the, the fur yeah that that came straight from yeah the, comment yeah. but yeah so there was during the Greek Facebook live one of the out of state part, out of state participants yes, um, set her smoke alarm off and the fire department showed up uh-huh. and uh, yeah so this all happened during the during Facebook our live, live. Yeah, it was so really were, pretty they funny. They kept us updated on the firemen uh-huh. and uh, they offered them spanakopita apparently uh-huh.
1: and they said no because they thought it would probably be burnt. They like no thanks it's probably burnt. Burnt up. <laughs> and we had to laugh at that. That's really funny. Yeah, she said it wasn't. She just said, I mean, you know, fire alarms are. Yeah. So I don't she, even think I have one. Do you have one? Fire? I have smoke alarms,
0: yeah. but they're in not in the kitchen. I have smoke alarms like all over the house. Do you? Yeah. Hmm. You, yeah, you have to have them when you have a new build. Mm. That otherwise they won't approve your your building. Your building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yes, I have smoke alarms. Okay. So that was all in in the Greek one. Okay. I don't know why I would have thought there would have been more.
1: Stuff going on. Now, paella was next. Paella, I think a lot of the questions and the um, issues (laughs) came before.
0: Well, yes, yes, but then also at the beginning of the event because
1: we had an issue with chorizo. A major, major fucking issue. Oh my God. With chorizo. So let's discuss chorizo okay there's two different kinds there's
0: there is mexican chorizo which which, is raw raw, meat raw meat it can be beef or pork and you can cook it and it's good but it has what flavors well it has uh, and I wouldn't necessarily say Mexican flavors, but it has very exotic, kind of exotic flavors Spicy, like cinnamon,
1: warm spice yeah, flavors, like almost like baking spices. Which is weird because I really like it with um, like eggs in a yeah. breakfast burrito. It's right. really good. It's great. Okay, it's great. and then Spanish chorizo is very different. It's, it's very more like different. a salami. It is because it's a cured sausage,
0: which and means that you can eat it out of hand. You don't have to do anything to it. You don't have to. You cook can- not substitute one for the other ever. You really can't. Like it is not I can't even imagine how you would do. I mean, it would be it just makes the dish entirely different. Completely different. Because what happens with Mexican chorizo, which is what happens with pork sausage a lot of the times is
1: if you remove the casing, it will crumble. Yeah. Spanish chorizo is never going to And do I think that. here's the other issue that we ran into with chorizo is that people go to the grocery store and they in like if you don't know something in particular you ask someone. I feel like sadly that's a mistake because <laughs> it usually is a mistake. I would say 98 Ninety-nine percent <laughs> of the people that work in the grocery store don't know shit. No, about the shit that they're the they're food. Not, they're not trained. They're food not. People. They're stocking the shelves or checking you out. They're not food people. No, there may be one. Maybe Hopefully, the cheese maybe guy. Maybe the, manager, mayb- the maybe, but maybe not. Like yeah. you would think so the when butcher you, though would know the difference. Well. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. But when you either. go and you put your faith in other people, I think that's where the mistake happens, <laughs> just in life in general. When you go and ask for chorizo, the most commonly known one is the Mexican chorizo. So of they're course. like, oh, yeah, here it is. Yeah. And so almost everybody that did paella ended up with fucking Mexican chorizo. I know. We I both know. almost had a heart attack. Yes, we did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My, my
0: daughter, in fact, told me that I needed to chill out and be nicer about it. Yeah. <laughs> but we, we had spent so much time trying to be specific about... The chorizo And what kind of chorizo to get that it was just kind of frustrating. But
1: we got through it and people made paella. Yes. And even if you had to leave it out, the, the, it was delicious. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. still turned out still, great. It still works. Okay. So then we got the question, how do you eat a mussel? Yeah, because I think mussels are one of those things that like, especially people from here, that's not a common Dish, not at all. That people grow up with. Well, that we they don't eat. have a lot of seafood restaurants, right.
0: and and mussels typically are going to be served in some sort of an upscale mm-hmm. environment, unless you're on the ocean or right. something like that. Right. And so mussels, mussels, unlike oysters, you need to cook mussels, and so when you cook mussels. If you if you do it correctly and you have, they water, should be alive when you buy them. They should be them. alive when you buy them, not that frozen means, and cooked. No, don't please don't do that. Please don't do that <laughs> with any seafood. With, really, with any seafood, yeah. Please go somewhere that has fresh seafood and buy the freshest that you can. Mm-hmm. Um, so mussels should be alive and and snapped tight. They close so tight, you can't get them open. You don't want to get them open. That's not how you cook them. So when they're alive and they're, they're closed, then you put them in a steam bath, basically, And it takes about five minutes and the shell, they'll be, they'll die and open up.
1: Yeah. And that's when, you know, it's good to eat them. Don't pry them open. If they're, if you cook them and and they stay closed, don't pry them open. No, they're, they're not good to
0: eat. They'll make you sick. So once you, once you cook them and they're open, Mm -hmm. then there's, there are a couple of ways you can eat them. I mean, get a fork and And dig it out. Dig it out. Yeah. Or you can pull the shell apart Mm -hmm. because it's a bivalve. You got a top and a bottom. Mm -hmm pull one of the shells off and then you can dig because it's like a little scoop up. it is it's like a yeah. scoop that's much more european mm-hmm. but and then you don't need a, a fork mm-hmm. or anything so that's how i would recommend eating
1: buying cooking mussels all the things all those things all the muscle things all the muscle things so back to chicken yeah, because there's chicken in our paella. Because there is chicken in our paella. There's not. You, chicken isn't always in everybody's paella. No, it's a it's a regional dish.
0: So depending upon where you are in Spain, it is their national dish, but it's also regional. So wherever you are and whatever food they have that is plentiful, that's
1: what goes into their paella. It's kind of like a like a not a soup, but like like a leftover, like a what you can find you throw in there kind of dish. Well, it's what is indigenous to yeah. you area yeah. so in like uh valencia it's
0: uh, rabbit right and when you're on the coast lots of seafood lots of seafood yeah tons so of it's seafood. different a little different everywhere yeah so we did a little bit of this a little bit of that because we're in the middle of the country yeah <laughs> so what temp is our chicken need to be so chicken needs to
1: be 160 165 no matter what dish it is doesn't matter doesn't matter no no medium rare chicken chicken is one of the things actually the only thing that really can cross contamination you really have to make sure it's cooked all the fucking way through but it's not dry and like gross yeah same thing with turkey turkey yeah Yeah. but like steak not I mean fish even like I like my salmon pretty medium rare yeah you know just chicken is is pretty important yeah you you must cook it all the way all the way all the way so that was kind of all the questions from our facebook lives yeah that kind of wraps so, those up i mean we're gonna start doing a monthly yes we were doing them weekly but now we've gone back to classes which is great except you know whatever people um <laughs> i have to say we are astonished by we are still in the throes of covid have cut our classes in half we're wearing masks we've got everything sanitized it's super safe and clean but it is amazing to me and we were discussing this last night we've now done we've gone back and done what four classes three four four classes Nobody, nobody's wearing a mask. No. And no I, one's physical distancing. No. Nobody gives a shit. No. It's like nothing has happened. Because I get it. We're all over it and we want our lives to go back to normal, but... That's not the way to do it, folks. Ugh. Just FYI. And frankly, we wear masks uh, yeah. because you won't. Yeah. Well, we'd wear them anyway. We'd wear... Well... Even if people, if people were
0: wearing all people wearing masks, we mean, would still wear them in class. But we're, but we're wearing them because everyone who comes to our class no one has one on yeah and they want to get close to us
1: yeah it's that's like no weird no, 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 and no. we recommend it like yeah we t- say we, we say please. them no them. no no we encourage highly we've w- only had one person actually bring a mask and she didn't wear it. oh you know that, oh, no, couple, those, that couple the little couple, couple they couple. wore a mask they but by mask. the end of the night they had it off yeah oh my god we were looking yesterday at this mask that you can get That has a a, muppet mask that has an eating hole. Oh god! Oh my
0: god! You've got to find that online. You've got to search the internet for the what
1: was the 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 mask with the manual eating hole. Oh my god! Wasn't that what it was? First of all, that sounds it sounds way more disgusting than it looks. But it's really weird. It looks really weird. It looks like a
0: robot or or a muppet. Yeah, yeah. You have to push
1: a button to open the mask. So now you're eating out in public and pushing a button and trying to get food in your mouth like. I feel like this would be a disaster for me. Yeah, it would take four people to feed me. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> so we obviously, like we said at the beginning, this was not our plan for this season. No, um, we, we were gonna we were gonna go to all these fun
0: markets,
1: and we were gonna take you through them and talk to you about all the foods and the wines, and and one day we'll do that. Yeah. And we don't know if it's going to be next season May. or the season after, because we've got to just roll with the fucking punches That's and see what, we what happens. We got to do that. So we're not sure what next season's going to bring, but it'll definitely be us. It will be us and we will be back. Can yes. I just say, Candace was just staring at all my gray hairs. <laughs> I fucking saw you. No, you know Look why? at all my gray you know hair. why? Because you're playing with your hair. Excuse me. Yeah. I was playing down here. You were looking up here. <laughs> I'm going on Friday to get it fixed. It really looks pretty though. Yes. It does. Okay.
0: I I think it's. I know.
1: (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. So we're not sure what next season's gonna bring, but it'll be us. And. Is there anything else we need to wrap up from this? No, I mean, I think other than to just say we we had a lot of fun this season, yeah. even though it wasn't what we planned on doing. Of course. So, and it kept us going. Yeah. You know, yeah, through pantries, all this shit. Pantries and and I hope it kept you guys going and had something fun to do. And we got our first two Patreon members. We did. Yeah. That's, that's pretty fucking that cool. pretty amazing. If you guys haven't checked out Patreon, you need to go over there and check out our Patreon page. Yeah. Um, hopefully join us for our monthly Facebook Live, which our next one's going to be what? June, June 5th it's going to be
0: the i'm going to i'm going to just go out on a limb and say the first friday of most months okay well we're going to shoot for that uh, just to get people on a schedule of when we're going to be there and we're going to be we're going to try to do dishes that are a little different that things that we can't get people to come to class for
1: because they're like Outside their comfort zone. They're outside the box a little. Yeah. But nothing too tricky or difficult. No. Definitely things you can make at home. Things
0: you can make at home and things uh, that are delicious, but they're just things that you don't want to commit to a whole class because you're not sure if you're going to like it.
1: Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I-
0: yeah. For listening to Not a Single Fork with Candace and Natalia. This is the last episode of season three, but we will be back with season four this summer, probably just in a month or so. Yeah. Yeah. You can listen to us on iHeartRadio, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play. Google
1: Play, and our very own website. Please subscribe. Please, oh, and leave a review. Like we were saying the other the other day. I don't know when we were saying it, but well, we've got quite a few listeners now, so we're really yes. excited about that. Lots we of checked that. Lots, lots of, downloads. of downloads. But if you guys could just take a minute um, out of your super busy staying at home schedule and just write a couple words, like how much you love us, that we're so fun, that we're amazing, and funny. And that would be great. We kind of get props for that and kudos for that on the uh, podcast front. So that helps us a lot. And then don't forget our Patreon page we've got a couple patreon members like we said and we'd love to have more it is an exclusive club but we'd like to be uh, more inclusive like we said last time yes Please join us. Please join us. It's yes, fun. It is fun. And then uh, our Facebook lives. Don't forget about those. Join us with those once a month. Um, I do think like Candace said, the first, Friday is first probably Fridays probably what we're going to yeah. be doing. We're going to try that out and uh, do some fun stuff, some different kinds of foods that maybe you haven't, maybe you've wanted to try, but maybe you've been a little nervous Intimidated. about trying. Well, and maybe you just watch and then decide and you can make it the next day. Like yeah, the video is still fucking get, there. And you're
0: going to get the recipe and yeah. all the, you know, Prep and at least just join
1: ready. us and yeah. ask questions and have a cocktail. and have a drink with us yes. come join us and have, have a drink a cocktail yes so thanks for listening stay fresh face mask bags.
0: COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Symptoms of this respiratory disease may include fever, cough, and shortness of breath. These symptoms may show up 2 to 14 days after exposure. If you are experiencing these symptoms and have come in contact with or are in an area with an ongoing outbreak, please call a hotline and or consult a physician. Clean and disinfect high-touch services. For more information, please visit cdc.gov COVID 19. Thank you.